Uh, regular, just regular haircut. Yeah. It looks, in the light, it looks balder than it is. Welcome to Dads Being Dads, episode 289. He's Randy, and I'm Jason, and we are your hosts this fine fall evening with the humidity through the roof. Uh, we always start talk about talking about the weather now. I'm not sure I like that. You know, I'm actually running the air conditioning just to... Come on, really? Because yeah. the humidity? <laughs> yeah. Are you serial? Uh, listen, uh, you know, if it's 90 degrees out, uh, it costs a lot of money to bring the house down to like 75. But if it's 76 outside <laughs> and you muggy, it costs me almost nothing to bring it down to 75 and dry. But it's like 70% humidity. It's not like 90. Even though I said it was 90, I lied. It was hyperbolic. I'll run my but homestead, however. I, I guess you will. Kill the earth, right? I guess your carbon yeah. offset because of your bike symbols. But That's right. I'm going to say that for everything. Okay, fine. Rode my bike a bunch of miles today. Did Water you? Coach sat in the dra- Yeah, well, we had things to do. Places to go. <laughs> hmm, all right. All right. Actually, it was the same place twice. I did uh, my lunchtime uh, martial arts. Oh. And then I went back to the same said martial arts academy late in the evening to pick up my child. So you're living your best life right now. Yeah, I told you. It's not bad. COVID, life COVID, best, COVID life is the best life. It's weird, isn't it? I mean, I said told to somebody else this. No, no, it was last week on the show, and I just listened to the show today, and I'm going to QA it, and then I went to post it, and I was like, wait, 287's not here? And the show notes say 289, which means I apologize to everybody for not posting the last two weeks of show, especially you. And by now, this 289, so I'm going to post it. 287 <laughs> will drop on Wednesday, 288 on third wait. Friday, and then 289 on Monday. You didn't post them? No, they have. I don't know why I didn't post. I went to post 288 today, and I was like, "Where's 287? This doesn't make sense. Did we did we get the file name wrong?" And then I was like, "No." So anywho, we're running a real tight ship over here. Soccer season yeah. started, and uh, I'm I'm all stressed out. I mean, I'm not stressed out, but I'm much busier. Like we have a meal, we have to sit down for dinner every day now at five o'clock, and mm-hmm. if we don't, we're late for our six o'clock appointment, which is usually soccer. But sometimes oh, you're in the evenings. Yeah. So we're uh, our COVID soccer is still not so pressured. Oh, yeah. You've got the uh, full time. We're doing at least recreational soccer. We're doing once a week practice only. Really? Well, we're all one on one for the season. You're playing games. Yeah, we're playing games. This is a uh, just town soccer. Acton versus Acton. No. We are we beat Hill House United or no Hill House something like that which is a Boston team, and then we tied Lexington. For serious. For serious, we are out this there, club? baby. This is no, this is this, uh, is, this is AB travel. Now that being said, there's a lot of the like Sudbury, Lincoln, Sudbury, Concord, Carlisle. They're out. They're not yeah. playing right now, so that's why we're playing Boston and we're playing oh, yeah. well. Lexington, we play anyways, but like next game, I think this week is nine o'clock in Dedham. Which means we got to leave the house at like 7.30-ish, maybe. It's about an hour away. Yeah. So, uh, but yeah, that's soccer, man. And now I'm coaching. So we're on the field two nights a week. And you know what? I want to be on the field five nights a week now. Like I get why you have to coach five days a week now. And I was always like, yeah, two days is enough. But now I'm like, we got to work on stuff. You got to work on stuff. And um, yeah, you got to work on stuff. So- <clears throat> not trying to change the subject, but I thought about this as well. 
But that's just too much. I can't coach five nights a week. Oh, I couldn't do it. Well, I might. Uh, no, no, I could. But I but sign. I would be going nuts. I don't remember if I've mentioned. Them. I don't remember if I mentioned anything on the shows, but you'll hear them if you just listen to the last three shows. <laughs> the thing it posted. Um, my son joined the cross country team. It's kind of a fluke because between yes, you, you did and, mention we had a pretty good conversation. Yeah, we did. Okay. Yeah, I probably mentioned that he's a terrible runner as well, but, but he's running eight thirties. Well, one. Yeah, but he'll improve. Yeah. Well, that's good, I thought. Not compared to the rest of the kids. <laughs> what? <laughs> yeah, the rest of them are running like six-minute miles. But he's been running cross-country for two two weeks, three weeks. Oh, of course. No, no, I'm off. I'm not, I'm very supportive. Yeah, okay. that's what we did talk about. I'm glad. About it. Anyway, yeah. point is, practice every day, two hours a day. All right. right? And this is – so the coach is there five days a week. And and they're big into commitment to the team. Yeah, you know, they're basically like you're gonna you're we're gonna if you want to go to the away meets, we're not looking for the fastest runners. We're looking for the most committed runners. You know, really. So this is a big, it's a big turning point, and I remember this from high school. This kind of like, if you're on the team, you know, you're on the team, right? It's really about the team. And practice, it's not like you show up at practice and. You just like run for two hours and go home. No, they, they, you know, they, they do activities, right? They're stretching together. They're warming up. They're breaking off into groups. They're talking about their day. They did like a scavenger hunt the other day. Goofy stuff, right? Because they got, they got 10 hours a week. Yeah, <laughs> it's an yeah. Incredible amount of time. <laughs> and uh, it's pretty great because that's what is necessary, right? And, and I, I mentioned the coach. I think I talked about this when I signed him up. And I'm like, man, I feel like a jerky parent doing this. But uh, in the email to the coach before I registered him, like, he's got kickboxing he does Tuesdays and Thursday nights. So, like, I might have to pick him up early, you know, maybe one hour before practice ends and take him to kickboxing or whatever. And that was when the coach replied, like, the kids basically commit to the team or there's something like the NIA. I don't even know what it is. Some Some acronym for something. She was like requires the kid are going to commit to this, this sport and this sport alone for the season. Really? But, yeah. <laughs> but she was flexible. She's like, but, you know, I understand there are things. I'm like, no, no, you sold me. Like, we'll cancel the kickboxing oh, for the season. And you did? We did, yeah. Huh. Because I, I kind of like that idea of the dedication. I mean, people mix, you know, you, I, don't want to, I don't want him to be like this, you know, cross-country all-year-round kind of thing and just hyper-focused on one thing. It's a seasonal uh, but I'm already thinking about what do we do in the off season when he gets to the end of this five days a week, two hours a day thing. He's got to keep that base level, right? How, what do we move into next? Mm-hmm. How do we mix that up? So, what I mean, he- I'm uh, like I said, I had two nights a week, right? And there is a girl on the team who is like can't make e- – well, one can't make either practice – uh, because the, our goalie can't make either practice and no dedication. Yeah. Well, well, no, because she's playing club soccer and the 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 acting cl- the, there's two club teams around here, right? And I think the the club team that's not in Acton, the 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 co- sort of competing competing one to the Acton one moved their practices to Monday and Wednesday, so you can't play. So it makes it so you jacked up. You can't play on an Acton Town team. And play in this club team and go to practice. It's like intentional, I think. It's like sort of it's underhanded, because traditionally the club teams would practice on Tuesday, Thursday, Tuesday, yeah, Tuesday, Thursday, and that was I guess. and they really they changed it. So ah, 
I don't know. So then, uh, so she can't make the practice and I'm a little, and then the other, the other girl has the karate on Mondays and then, um, guitar lessons or rehab or something else on Wednesday. So she can't make it either, but she's doing like <laughs> two different soccer teams. She's doing guitar lessons. She's doing karate. I'm like, this kid's way overbooked dude. Like, how do you way overbooked? Yeah. Overscheduled. Hey, I, and let's be clear about this, right? Cause some people I had this conversation with another coach over the weekend. All the little the things we may talk about in the show. Or, oh, my kids are doing this, and their day is you know regimented, and they're doing music, and all these all that stuff is out the window already, right? So now their day, they're into school. Whatever the school day is, they're in their classes. They haven't touched music in a, since school started. I'd like them to, but there's no time. It's school, and then he runs off to cross country practice, and then he's beat, and then it's like dinner and reading and bedtime, and that's it. So what are we doing? How's COVID? Like, it's so weird. I don't even, I don't even know what to think about it. I'm just, my point is. Uh, yeah, what's your point on this? I don't... That they're, your example of this overscheduled kid, there's always something that gives. They may be signed up for seven things, but they're not making all of them. Oh, right. But that's what I'm saying. It's like, I'm now the one that's left there without the kid at practice. Right. So we want to do drills or we want to practice. Like now we're the kids, the girls are old enough. Now we're like, we want to create set plays, it's, you know, specific uh, inbound mm -hmm. plays from like corner kicks. Right. And I can't, we can't do it because we only have 10 of the 15, well, nine of the 15, 14 players there. Right. And we don't have the goalie. So it's like <laughs> your goalie's not there. It's amazing. We don't need a goalie to be there for a corner kick, but then it's like, uh, and it just becomes, but you know, goalie is active with goal kicks and everything else. And it's like, we don't know what to expect from her. And we saw it, it's a little bit of a frustration there. And then I'm like, I don't really have the authority to be like uh, frustrated, but I totally get it. Now that's like cross country, like how do we become the cross country coach where I can be like, the expectations you attend, right? right? Like, I don't know how to get, I don't know how to pivot on well, that one you just don't you don't coach recreational soccer that's the answer i guess is that what it is i get paid yeah. for my time instead of uh, volunteering you get paid for your time and that and <clears throat> i told i was talking with our soccer president the other day and uh, i told him like listen this is probably a super unpopular opinion but i am loving this one practice a week no games thing <laughs> he's yeah. like he's like you're right it's very unpopular <laughs> <laughs> Because <laughs> the, the no games things means no traveling, means no pressure, means no like crazy parents. All that stuff is out the window. They, they hang out a little bit for practice, which I always wish they would do anyway. Yeah. Because they show up at the games and they screech at their kids, but they're never there for practice to see how they're doing and what they're what's going on and what the plays are, and which we've talked about, right? So we're having a grand old time in practice, and it's a little bit longer. You know, we're doing like 90-minute practices. So, and I wasn't allowed to coach both kids' teams, which I think I mentioned. So, because they were worried about cross-contamination. It was just so weird to me. That doesn't make any sense to me. No, it doesn't. But I was like, okay. I welcomed it. <laughs> welcomed that excuse it's with so open stupid. arms. I mean, there is cross-contamination because the kids. Because the kids. Well, and then what was funny was at my son's practice last Saturday, they practiced at a field where there was a playground, and my daughter and her <laughs> friends loved to hang out at that playground. Yeah. So, and I have to bring him to soccer. I mean, I'm on the board, and we and – we, so I have to sign him into soccer. Okay. Just to attest to his wellness. Oh, really? And this whole thing – I voted this down every in every meeting. I'm like, 
Wait, <laughs> you, he him. can't just go to it by himself? Like, get no. on his butt? That is the most ridiculous. No, I, I was like making new motions and they were all like, <laughs> all this, right. this comes from, they said it came from mass youth soccer. Yeah. So you guys I, are supposed to be doing it as well. I, huh. That's interesting. Because we have adopted Matthew's soccer, and, and I've said this before, we've added on to it. Hmm. So we make it more restrictive. But they, you may be you may be shirking their requirements. Or whatever, maybe there's an age on that. They signed a form and everything in advance, but no, every week you have to go in and say yes. We did our self wellness check at home. Huh. That's it. So it's absurd because now the the seventh grader can't bring himself to practice. So That's last weird. week's practice, last Saturday's practice. I brought him to practice, but I also brought my daughter and her friends, and we stayed the whole time at the playground. Huh. <laughs> so while they're with the other guys coaching, I'm hanging out in the playground <laughs> with a bunch of other people. Sucker. Kids, some other adults came, and we're goofing around. Huh. Yeah. It's good stuff. Good. Yeah. Wow. That's funny. Yeah, can't show up. Drive me crazy. And then, of course, I'm heckling them every meeting because all their language is, you know, drive here and park there and stay in your car this and blah 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 that and i'm like um motion for you to stop labeling everything with cars and driving and stuff like what how do i explain this to you like i can't stay in my car because i'm not bringing one and you can't require me to bring one why are we discussing this again like (laughs) it's completely absurd i don't know how you have the staying power to continue to fight this battle well it's what would I do to not fight? It's like just I'm ignore still gonna, it. I at least have to ask. Be like, Why? you understand I'm not showing up in a car, right? Are you going to be upset with me? Because they do. They get. They tell everybody they have to show up. I don't. I don't understand either. To be honest, I don't know. I'm doing it again because now I'm in a. There's a new facilities manager for the schools. I got introduced to this guy, and they're like, "Hey, Randy's handling the safe routes to school." I'm like, "I am." I don't know if I told you about this meeting. <laughs> So I was in a safety meeting the other day, which was this big whole bunch of administrators and all. It's got tons of people there. And I'm like, all right, well, I'll listen in, whatever. And uh, the guy puts me on the spot in the middle of this call with like dozens of people. What do you mean? He's like, well, he's like, so Randy's here from uh, Safe Routes to School. I'm like, from? What? <laughs> safe Routes to School representative? We're, like, we're, we're so glad to have him on the call. He's going to really help us. Engage with the students and work on getting more of the kids walking and biking to school. He's like, Randy, do you have anything to say? I'm like, do I? <laughs> like, are you kidding me? Like, you're going to give me this chance to talk to this giant group and like, sure. And and I mean, he was basically trying to cut me off by the end. I just, oh, was <laughs> you know, I just went right into it. I'm like, yeah, okay, well, here's what we should be doing. Because I, I mean, I called him out. I was like, honestly, before you said our goals are to get more kids walking and biking to school... I am pretty sure that most people interpret safe routes to school as they're really safe in the back of my SUV. And now we at least have an objective. (laughs) (laughs) This is how you kicked it off. That's amazing. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah, I mean, none of them are going to listen. It doesn't matter. (laughs) It doesn't doesn't matter at all. You know, they're all like, we cut a tree. the, the, The facilities guy got a little bit defensive and I had to talk him back. He's like... What we've been doing a lot lately, I cut back some of the shrubs on the road <laughs> so they could see around the corner where this crossing is. Actually, that's I do really like that. <laughs> yeah. No, I mean, it was good, but it's still like, he made this sly remark about, 
you know, the speed limit on our school street, it's called Tiger Drive. Yeah. It's 15 miles an hour. And he's like, well, we, we know that not everybody abides by that. I'm like, are you are you kidding me? Like, uh, we literally had the police stand in front of the entire group of you and say they would never ticket anyone. So could we do something about that? It's just absurd. It's like, but... Yeah, like you said, you can't. I can't. You can't get anywhere because none of them are going to do anything but drive, and they can never see themselves as the problem. Never see. Yeah. Well, I don't know. Now we're getting into in my town and Halloween, and there's like multiple initiatives going on around Halloween and the cars, and I'm just like, that has not come up we, here. And can I'm very we? Glad. Can we? And they're like trying to get ahead of it. My town's a mess right now. There, there's all kinds of things happening over here in Acton that I'm just like can't even deal with anymore. But um, the driving yeah. Halloween would sure someone would surely die. Well, that's that, so. So they didn't want to even do that. That that wasn't even the first proposal. The they fir- didn't. Okay. The first proposal. Well, that was the proposal I saw today. <laughs> the first proposal I saw a couple of days ago was how about people decorate their for their houses for Halloween and then we can make a list of all the houses in town that people have decorated and businesses too and then we can by. drive around yeah. and see them on Friday from 4 to 8 and I'm like how do I get my street off I literally I, I mm-hmm. posted on Facebook how do I get my street off this list my kids play and I don't want strange people driving around my my neighborhood like I don't need this this is not something I want right during dusk my kids play outside and I don't want to have to worry about them in the road and like keep them inside while you people drive around town like fine you want to drive down main street go ahead and uh decorate the businesses they can do what they want right fine but i live in a neighborhood all the way off to the side i don't need randos driving around in here i don't i don't get it i just i don't and then then today i saw someone was like you know what we could do to be safe if how about if we did like a trick or treat where people just you know they put something out by the road and then yeah and then they can just drive around i'm like no, I do not. Well, I don't want. know why they have to add in the drive around. I mean, a lot of the that's been discussed here as well. Like, how can we safely hand out candy? And you know, a lot of people are just kind of like, well, I'm just going to leave it out, or I'm going to put out a bunch of separate bundles of candy that kids can just pick up, so they're not all jamming their hand in the same bowl. They're being a little bit constructive about it, right? I guess. But the driving around thing is to me is I, I, why do we have to drive around? What? <laughs> Because your car is PPE. That's. I'm going to go back to this. I mean, someone's going to die from COVID because they got hit by a car. <laughs> it's it's, it's going to happen. It's I don't, I don't know. They're going to get get going on that. This this. Mm. All right. Anyway, we're on the, the motor coach tangent. I didn't want to go there. I don't. Yeah. The mo- but but I, it it just aggravates me because. But but here's the thing is like I don't understand your staying power on it. Like I can't I can only I get out worked up and like short bursts. But I you have like a ability to sustain a rage I against don't. motor coaches that I don't have. You oh, are always ready to go off on them, and I'm just like I, I can't. just I reset it and then I find new people and I think to myself <laughs> maybe this person will be the because I can't do it myself. I can't go in front of the board of selectmen and say. Hey, listen, we have all these numbers and all this stuff, and this is a no-brainer, and this is free, and it costs nothing. In fact, we gain money. They'll be like, what? That's crazy. We might lose a parking space. You know, Who else supports this? Right. I have to have support from some other administrators, and none of them do. They all – it's all – literally all talk. Well, that, that's what I mean. Like, you are literally an island of one. Uh, you cannot – They'll say they support it, and they won't follow up. 
Because they don't really care, I think, right? No, they don't care at all. I told you this. I had a talk with the chief of police. He was all like nice and friendly and chummy and all this stuff. And I hope he's listening. (laughs) And he's like, um, because he's the one that was, you know, in when I did try to do this with the board of selectmen, he's like, I don't see how this makes anything safer. I'm like, what? And then the board of selectmen's like, well, we have to rely 100% on what the chief of police says because he's our safety officer. So no one has a brain in their head. And this board of selectmen is supposed a gun, to be... He's got a gun, Randy. It's, it really is. But it literally, the, the, the chairman, whatever this guy name, you know, says, <laughs> I have to base my opinion on one other guy's opinion based on no evidence. And then everyone else follows suit. I'm like, how is this... What is the point of having all of you here? Like, this is absurd. So then I go to the chief of police. I'm like, they're basing their decisions on what you say. So I need to get you on board with these ideas. And he says, great, give me your list of ideas. I'll review them. If I don't get back to you, you know, get in touch with the next two weeks. So I let like three months go by. And I got back in touch. Say, hey, listen, chiefy. Chiefy. Do you have a chance to look at my list yet? And he's literally just like, oh, it- um, well, you know, a lot of this stuff is going to need to go by the board of selectmen and it might cost money. They're going to need to review. I'm like, yes, I'm very well. We, we've been through this. Like, do you, do you even remember who I am? Like, is it just, just forgotten everything? Because it doesn't matter at all. <laughs> uh, yeah, so, yeah, but like, so then what happens? How do you? I don't know. That's how, this is how you like oppress things. Well, yeah. Okay. This is how you maintain the status quo. People don't like change. This is the way it's supposed to be. Well, well okay. So have you heard about the change that my town is also it's going on yes, in my town? Yes, I knew you'd be outraged about that too, of course. I'm, I'm not really outraged, to be honest. I mean, <laughs> contrary to what – and I really – I'm outraged at the timing of it. Like, I don't care – this is one of those things. To Better be things to do, et cetera. So yeah. let's be clear. I think you're talking okay, about yeah, so the, let's get about, Let's get into it. The mascot the cha- thing. The mascot name. The, yes, the so mascot for the, the local sports ball team is the, the Acton uh, Boxborough Colonials. Colonials. Now, there are people in town that say that the col- colonists created – executed genocide on – Sure. And they were – they created the country – Based on the backs of black yeah, people, right? Yeah. Well, if you look at if you look at the definition of colonialism, it's kind of interesting. Uh, Colonists are different than colonialism. Well, I don't really. Okay, D- do I care so much about the the mascot? Uh, well, I got me to hit the, the high points. No, I don't really care. I, I think that they're twisting. They're they're applying a lot of weight weight to the meaning of a colonist is mm. much later than they should have. Uh, it doesn't really going to change anything. I think it's a lot of signaling that's happening. Like, and we the, there's much better ways to uh, to actually impart change on things. And the real the real crux of the issue for me is right now the school the school district sucks right the the, the school committee is not doing what it's supposed to be doing it's not figuring out how to get well, these kids educated is and, the school committee doing this or is this something coming from the no, kids no, that no, they and so yes and so but here's what I here's so my main frustration right now is that the school committee is acknowledging this and and, oh, sure. and for the timing the teachers are 
dying. They're getting buried in trying to manage two different classes. Basically, every teacher here has two different classes. They have a whole virtual school, which I have no idea what's going on. My kids have like an hour of work when they're not in school, which is most of the time. My kids haven't been in school since Thursday. So right now, I'm like, are you serious right now with this? Like, And then there's going to be a whole bunch of costs associated with it. Gosh. But, yeah. but I don't – okay. The, all that being said – there are 1300 people that signed this petition, right? And this was like a, the, uh, this is like item 10 of 10 items that they wanted to th- have changed. So they created a petition, took yeah. two months to get 1300 signatures. Overnight, they created a counter petition and it got 1300 signatures in like 25 <laughs> hours, right? So, so here it is. So my town has between 20,000 and 22,000 residents. 1300 people is like six and a half percent on this, right? And this is why I'm bringing it up now, right? So that six and a half percent of the population wants this change. Now that's more than just you, right? It's more than one in, I don't know how many people live in Maynard, but 7,000 or something. I don't even know. Uh, 10, 11. 10, oh, is that big? Okay. So at what point do you, how, do you feel like, is it appropriate to acknowledge a petition or a- That's a fair question. I mean, because this is- the nature of politics being slow as well. If if change happened quickly, then you would get a lot of stuff done that isn't worthwhile. Like, you'd make a lot of mistakes, but it, the fact that it's slow means you can't do things that are seemingly obvious kind of quick either. So it gets very frustrating, like you said, with the whole walking to school thing. Like, no one listens. Right. It doesn't matter to them. So you have to do the politicking and build up some consensus and figure out you just have to work harder and then your whole life becomes it's like i don't know the example i always think of is this friend of mine worked really hard to get a playground built in town just to get the existing playground updated she spent years years and years of her time and it's absurd because you look at it and it's just like it's just a stupid playground they're like there was already a playground there Mm. they just updated some of the equipment and it took so long to get done that stuff's expensive it's expensive. Yeah. Um, and we got the money through CPC. Like, that was all available. But they yeah. just put them through the ringer on approvals and uh, designs and all this crazy stuff. And she's just a citizen. Just a regular But that's just one person. Well, there was a group of people doing it. Okay. But, you know, there's a head. Of, head for it, but it's, just, it's also just one dumb playground, right? Imagine trying to get policy changed. Uh, well, and yeah. Just, so, this type of thing, I think, is interesting when the kids get interested and do it and you know i see i mean i went to school in that town right oh yeah you are you are a colonial (laughs) yeah yeah so all of my friends are all not all of them but a lot of them are you know completely enraged my heritage and history and this and that it's like well you know what if anything's ever going to change how's that possible because it's anyone that ever goes through the school it's going to be their history and if you won't change it because it's my history. There's never going to be a time where someone isn't alive that didn't, you know, that didn't go through yeah. the school. So for me, I'm kind of like, you know what? If if these kids think they're onto something and want to put some work into it, great, deliberate, you know? Uh, if there's the side of these old fogies who are all like, you can't change this because it means something to me, it's like, screw <laughs> screw those people, right? They're going to they're gonna die eventually, just like me. <laughs> And in my opinion, it doesn't matter anymore. It's like the they're setting the tone moving forward for the next generation. And, and it's 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 always absurd when the, the old stubborn folks weigh in because they always win. Like who the old stubborn folks? Yeah. No, I don't think that I don't think that at all. Like I think it's a foregone conclusion. There is nothing that anybody can do to make this 
mascot stay. I don't think there's any way that anybody's going to be able to make it stay. Oh, you think it's going to pass? Oh, yeah. I think it's- Now, like if anything, what I would do is worry more about, like you said, the budgetary considerations and say, you know, listen, if it does pass, let's put some contingencies in here that say, like, we're not going to spend more than X dollars a year to work on the migration of whatever the- you know, we'll introduce new uniforms as the old ones phase out, kind of thing. That sort of thing, well, like right. all this, yeah, all this kind of. Oh, see uh, that, that? Yeah, that would be. <laughs> that's a good thing, right? That, that, but yeah, I mean, charter roads torn up. I don't know if you know that, but the whole like the whole road that the school's on, it's all they're not done. Should have been done by now. So it, it, the timing of it, and the timing of it is super appropriate, and the timing of it also sucks. So it's it's one of these things, and. I, I think it's a foregone conclusion right now, just because this is the way the sort of the societies right now were happening now. But I also feel like you have these 1300 people and I don't know that they should carry the vote, right? They should carry the cause, well, right? They won't. I mean, they're carrying the petition, but there's still going to be a vote. I don't know. Who, when will it be a vote? I think the school committee will just. At school committee. Yeah. Well, I don't know. Yeah. But I, I, I just the, think. The, the... Yeah. Yeah, it's a good point. How will they – they'll just vote themselves. So now you got to write to your school committee members. Well, they've asked. They solicited wanted yeah, feedback. Yeah. And then somebody creates this other petition and boom, it's got 1,500 signatures. It, more signatures faster than the other one did. And this was the thing with this other the, – the petition which bothered me was that it was tied to something from like June, right? And it was – Tied to um, the the protests or demonstrations that were happening, there was something going on with the Black Lives Matter, uh, like every day for a couple weeks on the Kelly's Corner, and then they out of their sort of initiative, they came up with the survey, and it was like ten things, and I don't even remember what the last one. I don't remember what the other ones were. I I felt none of them were really that productive, and then I was like, change the mascot. Like, how is that of? Yeah, okay, but if you're just looking at the numbers. Right. Yeah. Just imagine that every kid in the high school says, hey, we took this class and we learned a lot and we really don't like this. Right. Every kid. in So you got four years of kids in high school. Or even if you have 12, let's say you have, you know, fifth, whatever, kindergarten through 12, which is yeah. whatever. You got 12 grades of kids that say, you're right. Let's change this. 100% of them. Okay. Well, you have generations of people. They're aware of this because there's surveys going on with all my alum. Oh, really? They don't live in Acton anymore, right? Yeah. Seriously? Part of the, yes, of course. <laughs> what do you mean? All of course? these people that, letter, that are on the varsity teams with the jackets that say AB Colonials, they're, all, they're you know, like, you can't tarnish my history, right? <laughs> Seriously? I'm a of course. Al Bundy? Like, yeah. That's hilarious. Polkai? I mean, and, that's so funny. And, and like, you know, men and women equally, as far as I can tell. Like, huh. Uh, that's interesting. There's far more of them than there are current students. Oh, I know. Well, that's the thing. People are like, the students should be able to do what they want. I'm like, it's not the, well, hmm. Oh, you're saying that the- I'm saying their voice is going to overshadow them <sighs> and they're going to talk down to them. And it's not, how do you make that equitable? I don't know. Oh, I, don't I don't know. know what the, no. I don't know what the answer is. <laughs> that's funny. But the, yeah. Hmm. I didn't realize that. I already told you my thoughts on what the team name should be in the first place. Everybody should be like a- the what? color in it. Uh, it should basically be like how we saw those kindergarten buses being named. It was just like a color in an animal, you know? Oh. Oh, yeah. Like we call the... Or inanimate objects. We're the purple bananas. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. It's the... Yeah. I don't know. Imagine the mascot. But the... Yeah. 
Oh, no. <laughs> um, yeah, that's the thing, though. Like, everything can... Well, it's not everything. I don't even... Like, it's just... I don't... I'm, whatever. <laughs> I'm just... I find it interesting, and I'm not sure... Like, I really haven't formed opinion on what we... Like, I don't think it should be done now. I don't think the school... The school committee should be figuring out how to get the schools open or how to get more kids in-person education. That's what they should be focusing on. Anything else is, that they ask me for is going to be a, like, are you serious right now? And, that, mm-hmm. and that's my answer. So, well, there's never a good time for anything. This is the, as, like you asked me before, how do I put up with this? Because this is always the answer I get. Well, that, now's, I know. Now's not a good time. Yeah. We're too busy for that sort of thing. Yeah. I think the, I think the, the impact, I think that the, yeah, hmm, I don't know. That's a, that's interesting. That's interesting. Nobody's really going to be ever motivated to change traffic in favor of, oh, have you seen the Central Street thing? Have you seen all the changes <laughs> in Acton with that? I have not been there, but I've heard oh, about it. Oh, man, you should go for a bike ride there and you'll die. But um, <laughs> you'll, it, now they're painting green bicycles everywhere and like, what mm-hmm. are they doing? Um, I was out. Uh, so somebody know. had asked me, some architect that lives in town, asked if he could talk, catch up. Because I'm like, why are you a person that has some kind of influence? You know, in which town? Your town or my town? In my town. Okay. And so we went for a ride together, and I kind of chatted him up about some of these things, and thought he, you know, he knew some other folks, and maybe he'd be helpful. He's not going to be that helpful. But we were riding down one of the streets, side by side, right? You know, we're maybe 20 yards from a stop sign, and I'm out in the middle of the road because I'm like, we're riding up to a stop sign, and yeah. somebody speeds up behind us, just lays on the horn. Oh, really? <laughs> and he veers off. He like veers off the road and gets tries to get way out of the way. And I'm like, "What are you doing?" Yeah, hang on. He's a like, second. "There's there's somebody back there." I'm like, "You, yeah." I'm, I mean, I, I know there's somebody back there. I can hear the horn. <laughs> I don't respond to this nonsense. Like, there's a stop sign right in front. Like, what are you doing? Because we, we turn the corner together. I'm like, those kinds of shenanigans are what has to stop. Like. Wh- what does that mean? You you don't belong here. This is my road. Get out of my way so I can get to that stop sign before you. Like, this is insane. <laughs> yeah. And and he was part of the problem because we've been so conditioned to behave that way. It's like, yeah, he just shot out of the way immediately. Like, well, they're honking. That means they have to get by. And no, it means no such thing. <laughs> yeah. And I don't know. So I guess the reason why I thought of that was because you're saying these lines and that sort of thing. I, there's no way if if there was some crazy marked sketchy bike lane, there's no way I would ride in it. I'd be riding right out in the middle of the road. Yeah. Making, well, that's making sure people there. know that I'm not moving. Yeah. But the problem is, it's like they they put they took the shoulder off the road in parts of yeah. it, which complete like right up. And there's no barrier between the sidewalk and the. Right, road. and they're that, doing that frightens me more as well. They're doing forty miles an hour. Somebody went by me yeah. running the other day. I was like, holy, and I mean, it was I was on the when sidewalk. You were on the sidewalk, yeah. yeah. And it was like startled me. It was that. And it's a truck doing forty miles an hour. You know, right off my shoulder. Um, there's lots of metrics about that as well, which is basically, <laughs> basically, you lose a foot and a half of space adjacent to vehicles, no matter what. So when they put the roadway lines right up against the sidewalk, yeah. you essentially lose a foot and a half of the sidewalk. Right, right, yeah. Uh, because you can't, and you imagine someone pushing a stroller on that sidewalk, or a kid, they're walking holding their hand or whatever. All yeah. it takes is for that kid to like trip and fall off the curb. Yeah, they're dead. 
and there the white line is on the curb. Like the kind of thing, that, that planning yeah. is absurd to me. How they get approval? There's not even city. a white line. There's not even t- room for a white line anymore. <laughs> <laughs> the white line is on the sidewalk. They they literally said then and I, we there's a you know group of runners in Acton and a lot of them cycle and so there's this chatter that went back and forth and then it hit the like the the mountain biking club and there's people in there that use it, you know and they're all like what the heck what's anybody thinking and then there was a, a newspaper article and it was like the uh, initiative to slow down the traffic on Central Street so they're basically using humans as speed bumps let's put okay. some humans in the way and then I'll try and slow people down. But then, you know, then I saw somebody and they got, they're biking and they got seven cars backed up behind them, Mm -hmm. right? That's no good because what they've done is they've given the, they took the whole shoulder, like they moved the whole lanes over in part and added a bike lane. Well, on the opposite side where there's no bike lane, they put bicycle, like they painted the bicycle logo, like that little, like, you know what I mean? In the traffic lane to make it a bike lane. But then- it they have now have the full lane. There's nowhere for the car to go around them, and so now it's because like because it's it's a blind hill. Yeah, well, but I think I know what you're talking about. It's like on the way up a hill. Yeah, but it's all the way from the train station all the way to Idlewild. It's different, <laughs> and it moves and it flips before it beat each side. And they said the uphill right. portions are getting the bike lane, so the traffic yeah, is yeah. back and forth. They scraped all the lines off. They moved the center line, and it moves all over the place. At first, we were like, "What the heck is going on? Is this supposed to be a bike lane?" And then they started painting the bike markers, and we're like, "I don't wow. know where they get these ideas from." I don't, I don't, I don't know. You, they but need, it's... they needed to add ten feet of, at least ten feet of road. Like to make a full bike lane on both sides. But the only this is way what they abs- can say. This is what is absurd to me, right? Is it's like they get these, they get these approvals from people that clearly do not use. Yeah. Like that only drive. That yeah. They don't. And I don't know. I just don't know what the thought process. That's what I said. I said we need to put the person that designed this on a bicycle on that road and tell them let let's see if let's see what they think of it yeah. on a bicycle. And they would think you're absurd. They go like whatever. That's ridiculous. I asked. My town administrator, the same thing. I said, listen, you guys keep talking to me about, and I, I even said it in like a really nice way, I think. And because uh, they were all saying they're interested <laughs> in this, interested in that. I said, well, I'm going to go out for a ride, you know, whenever, pick a day to do another one of these audits to see where everybody's parked on the sidewalks, where the trees are overhanging, what needs, what I can send to the DPW. And he responded back all huffy. You can't ask my administrators to... <laughs> Use their time to do these things. Like, goodness gracious, dude. Like, I don't, like, do you, so you don't care? Like, okay. But of course, no one responded with like, I'd love to, you know? Because they, mm. <laughs> they wouldn't. That's, that's too bad. But I don't, yeah. Well, you need to go try it out and let me know. I don't know what you think. Not, <laughs> I don't. It'd just be another thing to, for me to complain about. I just, yeah, I don't, I don't know what they're they're thinking. But this is the other thing. It's like I, I, I'm, at, I feel like I'm on. I'm always getting upset about everything. I'm like, I can't be getting upset all the time. Why can't? How can I? Yeah. This isn't healthy. This no, isn't, no, I know you got to temper it. <clears throat> so remote school. <laughs> Hey, wait, I heard uh, Rabbit told me that the uh, Maynard people are opening up the schools. Yeah, but the, we can still be remote. So that this oh, is right. interesting. So we had our first, um, they really rushed back into it. So, so the parents, the really 
rabid, angry parents about, oh, the school's not doing enough, like one day into school being, you know, going. Um, they kind of got their wish. The, the, the school, we have this new superintendent who's very, uh, uh, very smooth talker. He, um, <laughs> he doesn't react to anything, you know, in, in, a, in, a, in an angry way at all. He handles himself really well. Which I is don't good. understand people like that. And it's, it's, it's clear that when he wants to deflect anything, he, he kind of smiles and looks at you and says, we can look into that. <laughs> it's amazing. I'm like, wow, he just did it again. He did that thing where he's like, told them to go straight to hell, but didn't and made them think they're going to get some feedback. Like, that's what everybody does to me. So they had a meeting and they said, not this, not this week, but next week. Uh, well, two two important things are going to happen. They're going to start bringing kids back hybrid, mm-hmm. people who signed up for hybrid, and they're extending the remote schooling. So currently, our rem- my seventh grader, my my third grader actually is in school full time every day. I'm not quite sure why. I think it's because she's in Spanish immersion. Different grades have different plans. So my seventh <laughs> grader's remote school is only two days a week, and then he has kind of asynchronous activities that he does on his own wait and they've been three days a week he has no is he has no teachers none whatsoever yeah yeah for three days a week yeah so they're changing that okay so now his full remote schedule is going to be four days a week classes all the way through lunch okay all right Uh, and and the other thing that happened, of course, naturally as it as it did, and I, and I think the Google Classroom, I, sh- I should say, I think the electronic nature of the assignments is helping the teachers figure this out. They have increased the workload, so the kids are much busier. Okay. That was a big complaint of the parents was they're just not busy enough. Yeah. And we all laughed about that because it's like, seriously, you don't know how to give your kids things to do, whatever. Well, Yeah. Yeah, to some extent, it's like they don't listen to us anymore, so it's harder. But. It's well, it's much harder for well, and then you can't go to work. Like you can't work. Yeah. Uh, well, I mean, just give them a list, pick from. But either oh, way, yeah, no, no, I, no, no. I, yeah. I get it. Yeah. They so they're now busier throughout the day, uh, and it, they seem to have. Re- I think they reacted to it relatively quickly. It's literally week two, uh, and things have gone much smoother this week. Like. The classes are going smoother. The teachers are there more on time. Okay. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I can't believe that was a real issue, but all right. <laughs> <laughs> it's, a, it's always an issue. I, I just, I, okay. All right. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I mean, we have calls at work and you get on the calls at work and people, their microphone doesn't work. Well, works one thing. I mean, not showing it's, up when you... <laughs> You're hosting a call for students versus... Well, just because they might have had... I'm saying they have technical problems. Okay. Yeah. All right. We, As adults, we have plenty of technical problems. <laughs> as I did last week. The show was all crackly because my silly sound wasn't working. Oh, I didn't... Actually, you know what? I didn't even notice that in the repo. I did listen to the show and I didn't notice that, so... Um, so, I think it's going much better and I will give them feedback as such. There's another survey. And it's going to get extended to four days a week of teacher involvement which i think would be really great for him and again like you said living my best life with this covid life it is i it's it's only getting better to be honest because i really like this this uh my son gets up he still he goes for his virtual go to school walk with his friends 
Wait, they just go for like an amble around the- They go for a walk. Yeah. (sighs) All right. boys walking together. They don't even need to play golf to pretend to want to walk together. (laughs) Uh, Okay. They can go for a walk with their friends and not feel ashamed. Mm -hmm. So yeah, they they go and they get like seven in the morning. They go for some loop. I'm not sure where they go. And then uh, he comes back, gets settled in for school and that's- And then later in the day, he goes to his cross-country practice, which is- Again, I, I said this before, I think, but this is part of the reason why I think it's so great is that he's the their afternoons don't really exist. Their afternoons are the specials, they call them. Uh-huh. So after lunch, there's no teachers. So there's no bells. There's no requirements to be in class. So he can do the specials kind of at his own pace and, you know, be in and out of his room, getting snacks, drinking, whatever. And getting ready and sort of get, getting his mind set uh, and be ready to depart for cross country without just feeling so stressed, right? If he, if he was rushing out of school at the end of the day and it's like straight from the building over to cross country, it's just it's just hectic. I remember doing sports after school and it's just like getting up early, getting on the bus. You're in class all day and the teacher's just bombarding you and you get out of school and you're right into sports and then it's straight through to the end of the day. It's, it's, it's a busy day. So I feel like the remote schooling is providing that that flexibility where yeah that's, that's they're just fine. they're not so stressed. You know? Well, they're definitely not stressed, but like today, my goddaughter was oh I didn't even get to play with anybody today. I had to do this and that, and just like I I didn't I didn't get any free time, and I'm like. It's two o'clock in the afternoon. Free time? What? What is wrong? Like, how is the expectation that you have free time during the day to go play with your friends? Like, that's it's a school day for crying. It's Tuesday. Why? This is what. That's what I'm sort of like about because it's just uh, to me. It just doesn't seem like we have. Uh, and and then to, so like I said, they haven't been in school, so it's like they and now they're going to school for two days, and the schedule's all weird, and it's just like, but they never really get in a groove of okay, I'm in an education mode now where I learn stuff, and I don't know, it, yeah, whatever. I'm not gonna get super upset about it, but any more than area, I just I don't know, I don't know how to I don't know how to feel about it. Well, I mean, you got to prep them for that, right? <laughs> well, yes, we do, and they're like they're flipping out. Right? I'm like. We're doing morning meeting at eight eight fifteen today, right? Like, show be here at eight thirty. Be here at eight thirty, dressed, ready for the day. You know, one of my kids shows up in like pajamas. Why do I need to get dressed? Because it's a school day. But we're not going anywhere. Yeah, I know. But <laughs> yeah, yeah. And then they just so, don't. I don't know. Yeah. I'm, <laughs> so I guess there's a counterpoint to that as well, which is, uh, I guess I don't really check on. Maybe they are. They are dressing, so I don't have. They're not wearing pajamas, so it hasn't been a problem. But. My daughter has been interested in gymnastics lately because one of her friends does it a lot. Yeah, okay. And uh, my office is right behind her room. And she's a very good student. Um, She pays attention in class and, and does all the assignments. And even in these asynchronous classrooms, right, she looks at her calendar. She sees she has art. She signs into the art classroom, finds the assignment, does the assignment without asking without trying to sneak away but there's a but to this she's basically been turning her camera off Mm. and then putting the teacher on the computer speakers you're not using her headphones so that she can hear the teacher and practicing her handstands all day (laughs) right which you know and i know she's doing it and i actually think it's hilarious because 
man, would it be terrible to be stuck in that chair for six hours or whatever it is. Like her class, they have they have a bunch of breaks in her class. They've been adjusting the breaks as well, which is good. Mm-hmm. But she's having a grand old time and she's listening. And I know she's listening because I already know how like good of a student she is in that way. Yeah. Like, And if I if I said stop doing handstands and just listen, she'd be miserable and she wouldn't listen at all. Yeah. So she couldn't do handstands in the classroom. That's for sure. No. And no. <laughs> and she complains about the classroom because there's there's always kids that are misbehaving and jumping on the desks and doing goofy stuff. And essentially, she's now doing that. But it's okay because she's not distracting the other kids because she turned her camera off. <laughs> <laughs> Meanwhile, all the other kids have their camera on and they're showing their pets and their stuffed animals and they're doing weird stuff. And it's it's you know very distracting for to look at, which is funny. Yeah, we, my daughter today was doing this and then she's like asking my wife a question and she's like, what are you doing? And I'm like, what are you, wait, what? You're supposed to be on music class. Why are you asking a question about math? Cause I don't want to do it later. I'm like, no, you have to be doing your, you're doing, you're doing your homework on for the wrong class that you're supposed to be attending right now. That's so, right. Yeah, but I don't want to play later. And I'm like, no, this is not how this is, this cannot be happening like this. <sighs> I don't know. So the, the, the home stuff is definitely uh, challenging, but, um, yeah, I don't know. All in all, it's pretty normal for us. We went to the movies on Saturday night. What? Yeah, we went to the movie theater in your town there, Maynard Maynard uh, Fine oh. Arts. Yeah. Did you know I saw something about this? You could rent the whole theater. Well, we for did. like, did you? <laughs> not 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 intentionally though. But we were the only ones in there. We went and saw Empire Strikes Back. It was the 40 year anniversary of the movie, and it was sort of like a night out as a family and a family event. And they sold, I don't know how many. 200 people can fit in one of those? No idea. It's probably 200, I guess. It was the big one, right? So maybe 250. They they had 25 people max, and it was only us. <laughs> so it was, it was 7.15 showing was on you. Saturday night. Yeah. So it's a little bit- Six of you in there? Yeah, there were six of us in there. Because we talked about it during the week, and Wednesday or Thursday, we're like, if we're going to decide, we need to decide, because we have to, we're going to be a quarter of the tickets, so we got to buy the tickets. So we, we decided to go, and- uh yeah, it was just the seven of us, uh, the six of us, and the 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 guy running the movie. It's <laughs> <laughs> great stuff. And he was like, like he was waiting on us because he's like, my kids wanted ICs. The IC machine either wasn't on or wasn't working, so he had to. And then he's like, I just I'll bring the stuff into you. And so he brought it in. And by the time he got in there, we'd finished the popcorn. I'm like, you doing refills on popcorn? And he's like, yeah, sure. I'll be, I'll be right back. And so he went and got us the popcorn. <laughs> yeah, he was waiting. On he's literally yeah waiting on us. Refill my soda. Yeah. <laughs> I was going to say, because they advertise renting the whole theater for like 400 bucks or something like that. Yeah, I think they've done it. The Girl Scouts have done that or something like that. But Birthdays. That, yeah. Yeah. Do it, yeah. yeah. But no, we, like, we bought yeah. six tickets. At for sure. Regular tickets would be yeah. less than that. Yeah. I was going to say, I'll just pay the 400 bucks for make sure no one else comes in. And they have a thing on their website, right? Because it's small. It's got the three three screens and it's family owned or whatever. And he's like, you know, please don't bring stuff in. The only money we make is on commission because the money that we spell the t- for the tickets, it goes right back to the to whatever, the studio. or So any money that we make is off commissions so, or concessions. I'm saying commissions, but it's concessions. Mm-hmm. So he's like, please don't. So we, you know, we bought a giant popcorn and like four kid ices and soda or something. It was like $23. We're like, uh, all right, thank you. And then the movie tickets were whatever. So 
I've like we gave the guy twenty bucks. It's like mm, so cheap. You're like undercharging us, but yeah. So ah, movie theater. What else? What other COVID problems can I have? Yeah, I don't know. I think yeah, very privileged. I'm reading <laughs> the family feedback survey from the school, and oh. as usual, I never like the way they word the answers. How satisfied are you with the way learning is structured at your child's school right now? Not all satisfied, slightly satisfied, quite satisfied, extremely satisfied. <laughs> there's no, there's that, no. I don't think that's a word you can qualify. Like if you're satisfied, you're satisfied. Hmm. Right. Oh, I see what you're saying. There's levels of satisfaction. Satis- like you can't have levels of perfection. Right. <laughs> it's either perfect or it's not. Yeah, hmm. like pleased or content with. What has been experienced or received? All right. So I'm extremely pleased. That doesn't make any sense. <laughs> How do you be extremely pleased? No, I don't think. I don't oh, think. I don't know. It's a lot of weird wordings like that. Hmm. Do you, and this one's weird too. Do you think your child should spend less or more time learning in person at school right now? What? It's zero, right? Well, it's just what I think. And less time at school, more time at school, about the same. But how can you have they're, less than zero? I don't know. Yeah, right. They're not <laughs> in school at all. Uh, okay, these are trick questions. Hmm. There's some write-in spots. So that's good. <laughs> Your questions are terrible. Uh, what else? I don't even know where we're at with the show. What's the time? Oh, here's, here's a good one. How concerned are you about your child's relationship with adults at school right now? <laughs> hmm. What is that what? weird one? <laughs> uh, that is a super weird question. Is it every single question is how concerned are you? Can we can we stop that? My question: How concerned are you? I don't know. Jeez, just don't even like that word. I am concerned. <laughs> I am concerned. Yeah, I, we got a survey. I haven't answered it yet. I had to look up the definition of concerned as well. Anxious, worried. Yeah, that's why I don't like that word. Uh, that. There are people, no, I, I, well, there's a lot of people that have a lot of anxious worry. Oh, I know. And I think it's, I, this is one of those things where I have to really reach out with some empathy because I'm not one of them, but there are definitely kids that are like having trouble and I may be one of them and I just don't know it, which is a whole nother issue, right? But, um, yeah, no, there's people – I mean, I have a job. There's people that can't get a job Gosh. and they can't leave the house because they have a young child at home. So, uh, I mean – Yeah, yeah, no, tons of empathy for those people as well. So okay, it's, I understand. That's yeah. why I'm saying it with um, – not shameful joy, but I'm saying it's my best COVID life, whatever, and I get that it's hard for other people. But when they start bringing kids back hybrid, I'm keeping my kids remote because that's where they want to be and, and it's hmm. nice for us. Um. And they gave us the option. But uh, there's a weird example. This is a topic that came up in one of the Facebook chatter groups, right? Moms post the pictures of how their younger kids are doing a lot. Yeah. Like this is today in remote school and the kid's like hanging upside down underneath the chair kind of thing. Just hilarious, right? I could take a picture of my daughter doing handstands and make it look sad, but I think it's awesome. You know, you could look at it from two different perspectives. Here she is not learning. You know, this is not working. When I think... Hear how this is how awesome this is working, right? 
she's active and learning and it, but it's people don't see it the same way so everyone's like oh i'm so sorry for you blah 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 and then she replies later and says oh he's all better now he just wanted to go a quick trip to the mailbox like fixed everything you know like this 6 year old kid or whatever and and i i kind of chimed in was like you in a, in a constructive way like do we all understand that he may have had that problem in the classroom along with every other kid and the teacher has to figure out this is the kid that wants to go visit the mailbox you know this is the kid that wants to turn his desk around this is the kid who wanted the blue folder and not the red mm. one this is the kid whose pencil has to be a certain length like this is the kid who wears his shoes backwards and is only happy if they're not on the right feet mm-hmm. you know like they all do banana stuff and if you do something wrong it sets them off and they act insane when they're a certain age mm-hmm. and the teachers have to figure this out and and i feel like to some degree parents have their kids at home and they're for some reason now just figuring this out because <laughs> they're trying to juggle both of this with their own work like you said mm. and it's a huge amount of stress for that reason yeah because because the, the teacher can't just take care of it for them I know my youngest I've I've witnessed this too like she is she won't do her work if she's not if someone's not observing her so we had to move her down into my office with me which is struggle um just cut, but part of it is like she doesn't stop moving ever and I've noticed also we watched we watched Star Wars right on Friday night in to lead into Empire Strikes Back on Saturday night and the whole time she's just r- flipping over on the couch you know on this side then on that side now she's upside down and she just won't stop moving and that's just who she is but it's like okay he, I mean she's seven which is fine and totally acceptable but yeah if she was in school right now I don't know how the heck and my wife just texted me that she's still awake it's now 947 <laughs> Oh, this kid is. Is she doing virtual oh, school? Does she? Have I a, do a vo- I do a follow up. Well, that's the thing is like, she gets assignments, but she just won't do them unless somebody's watching her. She'll just wander around. Do you mean and, like someone nagging her, or if you're there, then she's happy to do them? No, no, she's not happy. She just okay. like won't do them, and she's it. It's <laughs> she just won't, and like, and then when I'm sitting there with her, she's complaining about it the whole time. And it was like you can't go play with your friends until this is done. Now. I will say this, it's getting better. Like she is like today was much was better than what's well, today. Today's Tuesday was better than Friday. And uh Friday was be- Friday was the first time we put her in the office. This is the same kid that I uh, we have a throwback here yeah. from the show last week which hasn't dropped yet, but she said this is the one that wouldn't that won't sleep. Like she comes in our bed every night. So we put her in a bed this weekend. And the first two nights was great. The third night she's back in our bed. I'm like, "Oh my god." but we're not giving up the third night was this morning we woke up this morning she's back in our bed and i'm like and and i hate doing this but i did a little bit of a guilt trip to her this morning I'm like what happened you're back in your bed you don't like your bed and she's like no you know i just didn't feel like tonight well because you got her a new bed yeah like we had a bed and then we like bummed a mattress off of neighbor like we asked around and somebody had oh yeah we got a twin mattress it's like we don't have a box spring so like i just cut some slats she doesn't weigh anything anyway she's like 40 pounds and uh, so we threw, we put her in, in a, a bed that's off the ground. I remember in the show last week, I mentioned yep. that she just lays in a trundle. And so the first two nights she stayed in her bed. And then, like I said, this morning, she's back in our room. And I'm just oh, like, right. Oh, no. yeah. 
I was like, and then I, like I said, I gave her a guilt trip. I'm like, oh, I guess we're not going to really get you like a new mattress and box spring then. And I'm okay. I, what I, if I have an idea? Yeah. What if you could put her homework assignments? I'm assuming they're on the computer. Yes. Put them up on your projector screen. Oh, jeez. Yeah. Right. Hook the computer up to projector screen, and then could you, could you make like the Wii remote? Be a part of the process. Oh gosh, no! I don't want to gamify it any more than. <laughs> <laughs> Why not? It would be that would be like the mouse. No, I want her. I'm like she has like an hour worth of work to do and 20 minutes of reading, and some of it's like half on the computer and she half on like paper. So she likes bouncing around. Maybe you could make her like a, a shoulder mounted keyboard. Oh my gosh, no! I don't want to like so she can stand up and kind of run around the room while she's typing. <sighs> Oh my gosh. I'm just saying I don't want to like move heaven and earth to make her like fun for it's not real, man. <laughs> like, it's not real. This is not a real it's not sustainable. Okay, it's real, but it's not sustainable. Like I can't whenever she like wants to do something different, I can't create a new environment for her, get a different Wii remote or a different computer or a different desk. Like just do your work. It's not that much. It's it's two, it's two hours a week. Just sit here and and then twenty minutes. You can read. You can sit in the beanbag chair. Like I let her when she's reading and stuff. But when she has to write, like because I need her close so that I can monitor her. Because if I don't and she's upstairs or uh, free, then she will just go and disrupt her siblings looking for someone to play with, and that mm-hmm. that's the problem, right? It's not that she's not doing her math or whatever. I mean, it's partly, but the main problem is that she goes and interrupts everybody else. I say put it up on the screen. <laughs> I, I got to figure out how to connect the Chromebook to the <laughs> the projector. She might think that's sweet, and then it, of course know. she would think it's sweet, and then I gotta like one up that next time she gets upset. <laughs> Maybe. Uh, you could flip it upside down so she could stand on her head. No, I don't. I can't, Randy. I can't do it. I have soccer. <laughs> i will keep working on it though for next week i will give an update cue the music thank you for listening to our show we'd love to hear from you email us at dads at dadsbeingdads.com we're on facebook too forward slash dads being dads podcast all four words all jammed together or search dads being dads podcast you can find us throw us a like and some comments and of course itunes send us a review and some sweet sweet stars twitter too but uh, we'll have to get back on that but you can find us